And there, just like that, with BAM, the bandwidths are with us. It's a great start to a Monday mindset, don't you think? But good morning, everyone. This is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, live back in Vero Beach with two... This does. And good morning, everyone. My name is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva, on that heart rate monitor at ILKB uh, North Haven. It is a little chilly here today. We had one heck of a storm last night. A lot of people were without power. Our brother's area was under a tornado warning. Um, so kept in close contact with him. How is your weather in this neck of the woods? So Mindset Monday, we start off oh so dark hundred. And I will just say that I, you know, I did my usual well, I got to get up at usually between one or two. I have to, you know, make a trip somewhere, you know. That, that happens. And I get back in bed and poor Gary's dealing with, you know, his um, allergies <laughs> and he's sneezing and blowing his nose. He gets up, he gets back in bed and then I couldn't fall back asleep. So I've been up since two o'clock this morning. It must have been the bewitching hour because uh, I was just talking to John this morning and Mike was up at, around that time and so wasn't him. So there must have been something in the air. I, however, did not. I slept like a rock. I slept like a baby. Came off of a fantastic weekend getting back into that cheer and dance passion that I absolutely love. Uh, and shout out to uh, everyone with Winner's Choice Championships. Great inaugural event. Uh, this was the first event that they've actually uh, produced with this new concept and wow uh, to be behind the scenes running and producing a big event back to like really a you know a conference room but not having that big huge stage and and seeing the role reversal because it really was really it's exciting when you start a new product and obviously with anything new and there's always challenges there's like always going to be some glitches and definitely we had some pivots but what a great opportunity for cheerleading and dance gyms across uh, globally, really, to be able to know that they can actually compete from their own gym, live, virtual, and interactive all at once. So there was a, a segment of the website where they could actually, all the fans could interact because they were voting as well. Then you had obviously the live performances from all over. We were also interviewing coaches from all over. And I believe one was from Australia or somewhere. I can't remember. Yet. I definitely had an accent because uh, I can hear them. But I was busy doing uh, logistics on one end. So I was in the uh, panel room with the judges, which were all amazing. Uh, the sound crew, the lighting crew, uh, MC, and uh, shout out and kudos to Robin Co for really coming up with this concept two years ago. And it's really funny that the concept automatically everyone just assumed it had something to do with the virus because this was a way for gyms to actually still compete, get that cheerleading feel, that dance feel that you're competing against other people and have that kind of a different but interactive type feeling as a kind of a band-aid because of the virus, but it had nothing to do with the, the virus. She actually came out with this concept in 2018 and it took that long and she's got a patent pending to kind of work out the tweaks, the, the different programs that she was working with. So I'm super excited. Uh, it was great to kind of get back to those roots and really connect with, with those that are passionate about not only showing the integrity of the sport, but actually making it affordable 
for families that want to be a part, that their kids want to be a part. It's one of those sports that's pretty, pretty expensive. And sadly, when you are so used to that uh, commitment and that big event, and then all of a sudden you get something like this huge pivot from 2020 that really kind of just the whole industry just went kind of down has to learn new ways but the fact that she was so innovative ahead of time and had this concept long before the virus so it was a great weekend and yeah we're doing another one in four weeks so i'm going to post some information because i know we have a lot of cheerleading and dance coaches and programs that do follow us on two sisters as well and just my different connections so i am excited so i came home on a definite high from that uh, a little sleep because you know you start brain you know you really start uh kind of you know, brainstorming, you know, what's coming up next. And that's what I love about mindset is in order to really get in that creative zone and that creative uh, wheel of what you want to do, you got to have a good mindset, right? And it's a great way to start off our week. So I bet you, I'm going to take a guess. I already know what the answer is because I've already been doing the research, but I'm going to put it out to you and I'm going to put it out to our audience and listeners. What do you think the number one thing, the key piece to mindset is? What do you think, Jan? The key piece would be owning up, in my opinion, owning up to your mindset. Mindset is so diverse and includes so many things. So owning up to it, meaning, you know, if you're going to start a new exercise program, you've got to dedicate your time. So that's where time management comes in. So what was the outcome of that? Or what did you find in your research? Uh, one thing that I think a lot of us have that we don't actually embrace is self-trust. Self-trust that you have the ability that you can do anything great, uh, that you have to trust yourself and believe in your, your capabilities, but also open-mindedness to, to improve, self-improve. Obviously, we, we talk about all that the time. But if you don't have that first trust in yourself that you can do it, and you don't embrace that piece to it, and then all the little self-doubting people on your shoulder, which is really many versions of yourself, giving you that doubt. So self-trust, believe that you want to take on. And then obviously priorities, those things that you want to take on, but that's the number one. Um, and I think I kind of always knew that because I always refer to it as kind of my gut feeling. I know I can do this. Self-trust. So how many of you have self-trust out there on something that you're good at? And I always tell people too, when we, when, when we talk about mindsetting and, and getting our minds right, nothing like pad and paper. We actually just talked about this on Fridays, uh, Fantabulous Friday. Going back to pad and paper, because again, you're thinking about it, you're writing it, it's in your heart, and then guess what? It goes back up to your brain again. So write down what you feel great about, what you feel good about. Don't you think that's a good idea, Jan? Oh, it absolutely is. And this really goes in line with a conversation I had with my business and life coach. And I love her. I absolutely love her approach. And what she said to me was, which is something I already knew, but I was lacking in the terms of really implementing it to a certain degree. I'm just going to come right out and say that. That's kind of where I was faltering. And what she said was, if it's important enough to you, you will find a way to make it happen. And that stuck with me all weekend long. And as tired, because usually on the weekends, I'm like, ugh, 
And as kind of tired as I was, I was on fire. That's awesome. And, and I think I told you before we came on that I was having an issue with the labels and this and that. I finally figured it out. I finally figured it out. I made it happen. Now I got to make some adjustments because it's smudging, but that's another story. And, you know, this morning at class, you know, usually for, for whatever reason, Monday, I'm a little bit slower in class. I don't know why, but I was on fire. In fact, yeah, in fact, I think I, um, I burned about 567 calories. I could be off on that. I'm sure my numbers are off. But anyways, that it, the mindset is key. And what I want to say about that also is, I think we rely a lot of times on others to fix our mindset or to make us <laughs> project our mindset. And the unfortunate thing is nobody can make you make you do that. You have to do it yourself. Now the fire for me was somebody pointing out pointing out to me something that I already knew. But here I am. Woo! And the other key piece to that was or and is when you do that, when you allow others to partake in that piece to it, it's to me it's almost like they're helping you make that excuse instead of the reversal of what you really need. So in other words, you know, I, I need, I need the push from other people, but I'm also going to embrace the excuse they may give me. So in other words, if you got say, what does that mean? Cause it, I'm not explaining it correctly. Let me explain it. If you have a goal, because besides obviously trusting in yourself and believing that you can do it, that's the first step. That's number one. But the, the second thing that you need to do is actually write your goals down. And goals, as we always talk about when we talk about Triumph Tuesday, is your goals can be big, they can be little, it doesn't matter. Our goal's a goal. You know, whether it was to make your get up this morning and make your bed, or you know, make sure today was the day you weren't gonna eat starches because you weren't trying to kickstart your health and your diet. But we also use that in reversal to Give us a pat on the back to make the excuse. So in other words, you're a busy mom and you know, you're, 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 you're drawn in a thousand different places. You're, you're homeschooling. You want to get your healthy in. And you know, you already know what the goal is. You know that you can do it. You have that gym in your basement or you know what? Everyone's got a gym in their home. They just said they haven't looked for it yet, but the gym is in your home because there's so many Pieces of equipment that you don't own, that you own that you don't realize that you own could be a desk, could be a countertop. There's so many avenues of things that we can use to get our healthy on. But another mom might say, "Well, you know, you are really busy. Stop being so hard on yourself, and you know what? Get to it. Get to it another day." And that also will enable that person to kind of accept the excuse that their friend or positive person in their life is given to them and they're going to use that as an excuse well th that's right jan said it was okay it was really busy so that's my excuse to get out and get my butt from from going to get no well that's that's accountability accountability partner is essential in your goals 
whether you're, whether you're an author, whether you're going out for that healthy, whether you're training for a marathon, whether you're trying to organize your home, somebody holding you accountable is going to keep you on track to that goals and is not going to be the one to help you make the excuse because that's too easy to do. Well, it absolutely is. And what that falls into the category of is the behavior issue. Okay, uh, this is the goal that I have. Uh, didn't get to it because I was tired, didn't have enough time. You're justifying your behavior. Now we all do that. We all do that to a certain degree every single day. But when it's a big thing, you know, and everything are big things, right? Um, and by the way, I've been four days uh, potato chip free. That, that doesn't sound like a lot to a lot of people. That's a big deal to me. So I can just, you know, and by the way, I asked Gary to hide them. The last bag of chips. I found them. Uh -oh. I did not touch them, but I said, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, we went out, we, uh, we are all done with the chocolate chip cookies. They, um, the, 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 the box is empty and I am not uh, buying them. And I shouldn't say that I'm not going to buy them because that's not really truthful. I will buy them, but I'm not going to buy them as often because I started getting into like every time I would go to the grocery store, pick up another, pick up another. And then uh, now having, you know, Mike here, Chris, he, he loves them too. And I'm like, no, we got to stop eating chocolate chip cookies. Like we're, we're feeding into each other's habit here. We don't want to be doing that. So, and it's okay to enjoy those things, but if they are one of those things that, you know, is something that you're really going to falter with, then don't have it around. Mm -hmm. and, it's, and I think for you, you had reached a good point of, okay, I, I'm just going to give them up and, and, and you kind of live with that. And then all of a sudden a pivot in our life happened. Uh, and you know, then it was back to, you know, the handful and then the handful turned into the bowl and the bowl turned into like two bowls. And then now we're up to three bowls that happens. And I, I think if you don't embrace that the phrase out of sight, out of sight, out of mind, there's a reason that saying came about because it's true. Surround yourself with good things. So if it's a goal with healthy eating, guess what? Get a nice pretty bowl and fill it up with beautiful fruit colors. Even if you don't want to keep the fruit out, especially like obviously in Florida, you can't really keep fruit out like that. Gosh, they make some really pretty, you know, wax ones and, and, and colorful ones that aren't real, but it still gives you that vibration of vegetables, fruit, good foods, color. So there is a point where out of sight, out of mind really does impact us. Doesn't mean that you can never see it. Of course, you're going to see it when you go out, you know, to different places, but you're going to be, you're going to create a different habit. And the only way you can create that different habit is to omit the things very strongly in the beginning until you get into that kind of groove. You've got to allow yourself to kind of retrain your thoughts. And if you just do it kind of cold turkey, say, oh, I'm not going to do it. Well, guess what? You're going to go to the grocery store. You may be buying the crackers, but guess what's on the other side of the aisle? Cookies. So you've got to retrain your brain. Right. And while we're on the subject, and this has nothing to do with nothing, <laughs> this is Janice's section, section of, this has nothing to do with nothing is uh, supermarket etiquette. 
<laughs> Are you going to go down the wrong aisle again? Do they even force that anymore? Is that because I mean, we're not really. We're no, not they don't. But I, I do make sure that, that I do that. But what is what is still annoying to me is the person coming the opposite way, which I don't care. I don't care. But when you're blocking my access and I can't get around you, that's a problem. That's do Maybe they need, maybe they need, um, that would add to, to job creation. Get an, uh, an aisle, an aisle controller. An, an aisle monitor. What were those, remember back in high school or grade school, they had, uh, you know, if you were on the, um, the outside patrol, there was a special name for that. Um, what was it? Oh yes. Oh, now I can see it because the orange belt. I used to. I, I was orange belt, and it went like went safety. around. Isn't it safety patrol? Safety patrol. All right. So they should I have a safety patroller. Cart patrol. Oh, yeah. they won't, They would not want me doing that job. Now I wouldn't want to do it either because you you know inevitably you're going to get that person in your face. Like really, and then really, what are you going to do? You, how are you going to enforce? that it's not it's not realistic but it would be there are again signs there's a good way of doing it not the stupid stickers that they put down with the arrows because nobody looks at that but certainly they could put down literally like a sidewalk aisle like a like a just a strip and stay in your lane stay in your lane M make it nice make it pretty stay in your lane but part of the problem is too some of the aisles are not wide enough. And sadly, if you have someone that is, uh, you know, bigger boned, um, just a bigger person in general, sometimes that, that is a difficulty. And I, I do, I, when, when that occurs, I, I always try to be mindful, just make sure that I'm way, way over because I would never want someone to openly feel bad in front of me because of their situation. So I- right. Exactly. And there's other people that maybe are in the uh, the scooters. Although I do believe the people, some on the scooters don't really need to be on the scooter. And Just, they drive too damn fast. Oh, they yeah. do. Actually, they, uh, there was this uh, gentleman, uh, it was actually probably a couple of weeks ago, and he was in Walmart and he was just going really fast. And he came up like really right around the corner and I was like already there and like I had to jump out of the way and he, he was looking and he realized what he did he was trying to put the brake on and he almost hit a display I was like oh my god this is like something from you know hidden with you know one of those that show yeah hidden, hidden camera or hidden whatever it was yeah what was the name of that show oh Lordy, we're gonna be doing this all day I can see it um I don't remember uh Candid camera the camera, right. I felt like I was in a candy camera moment. I thought, oh my God, this poor man is gonna, and thank God it was a serial display because I'm thinking, well, if it just come toppling down on him, it's just boxes of serial. But I was like cracking up and he's like, I'm so sorry. And I said, no, no, I said, I'm, I'm just visualizing what I'm seeing right now. So I went over and made sure he was all right. And I said, no, that happened, so whatever. So then I was talking about the candy camera, but I couldn't remember the name of the word and he, was, he started cracking up. So we have to be mindful of, you know, obviously the aisles are not that big in some stores. Some of the stores are very wide, but I don't believe that they are conducive to somebody in a scooter and a carriage. But what does that mean? They obviously narrowed them because that gives them more room to get more product in there. So yeah, there, there, is, a, there is a method to their madness for sure.
And Wish just one closing thought on this has nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> is when people park in the handicapped spaces and they and, and they make a lot available and I've seen a lot of people that park that don't even put up their handicap sticker but obviously you can tell that they're having difficulty like okay whatever that's you know that's fine but don't leave your car into the next handicapped space where somebody else who really needs that space, now they can't get in there because your cart is there. I can't even tell you how many times I've moved carts out of that. And even in regular spaces, people do that. And I, and I look and a lot of times I'll laugh because where you return the, the carriage, the cart is literally like kitty corner. Like, are you that lazy? You can't walk 20, 20 steps to put the, and also it's, it's makes it nice and neat for, for whoever is that person that that's their job to go out and get the carts. They're all lined up easier. Because uh, I've been noticing a lot of times down the local Walmart here, and I keep forgetting, we are entering into where um, people up north come for the winter. So I've noticed the volume of traffic and I noticed, I'm like, why is there never a darn cart every time I go into the, to the and I realize, oh, we're in that time of year. So this is a very busy time that people are start, starting to come down south. So I have to be mindful of that as well. So, but anyways, mindset, what is your mindset? Like you're in those situations, you get aggravated, you're in the parking lot, you're going to, there is no cart, you can't get down the aisle. Somebody put a cart in the space. How do you handle that? Mindset is key even in those situations because you always, I always say you want to leave a conversation or a meeting better than and feel better than you, you were when it first started. So I, I don't like to, I, I used to get kind of like defensive about that and like, really? And I don't even do that anymore because it does, I don't feel good about that. And, and I, I'll leave that situation. I'll feel like, well, you know, I wasn't in that person's shoes. Uh, even though that person might be wrong, I wasn't in that person's shoes. Maybe they were having a shitty day. Maybe they just, you know, got off the phone with their boss and got chewed out for something. Or maybe, you know, their kids in, in the car seat screaming and yelling and they had to rush out of that store because they were embarrassed. So I think we have to be more mindful of our mindset in a multiple, multiple ways. But we also can be magnificent with it as well when we think of how the other person is going to respond and or how we're going to feel after the fact. That's what good mindset's all about. Being absolutely being in that. So I'll have to think of, of something for tomorrow's segment of uh, this has nothing to do with nothing. I love that. This has nothing to do with nothing. What do you got going on that's got nothing to do with nothing today? Well, I'm sure that there are a lot of things, but my focus is razor sharp today. So, um, and I have everything written out. I'm ready to hit that list really hard. So excited here. Pickleball, I'm gonna, uh, we went to, yeah. try to go, we were uh, trying to play yesterday when I got back from Daytona and we attempted to drive there, I think it was two times, two or three times and uh, the rain was just, you know, would pour and pour. So we decided, you know what, we'll wait. So today it's gorgeous, it's blue sky. There's a little gray in the back area. But I think for the most part, we're going to get some pickleball in this morning before my training. Today is Monday. So Monday mindset, I do have a lot of trainings. The good, cool thing is today, you know, they are being um, recorded so I can jump on a little bit later. So I do not miss out on the goodness, but I got to get some pickleball in. 
because I use that twofold because I love it, but also because it's great exercise, great movement for the body. So what do you have going on today for Monday Mindset? Make sure that number one, you're collaborating with the one person that matters most, your brain. Collaborate with your brain, figure out what makes makes you feel good, that you know you're great at, that you have this passion about, and that you can trust that you're going to be able to do it. Even if no one else does, it's only what you think, because it's your mindset, right? No one else is in your brain. With that, we're going to get closing, and we're going to get ready for tomorrow's episode, which is Triumph Tuesday. So I hope you triumph over something good today or last week that you can share with us. It is Monday, 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 and it's live from Vero Beach. Weather's going good. I'm going to get my pickleball on. You guys have a great day. And this is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Nani Boss, with two sisters. And this is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva. We hope you have a fabulous Monday mindset. And we will see you tomorrow for Triumph Tuesday. Bye, everyone. Bye. Have a great day.